0: Welcome, everyone, to the Smarter Business Force podcast. Thank you guys so much for joining us today. And I have a special guest here. Today, I am going to be co-hosting with my wife, Hannah. Say hi. Hi. (laughs) So, Hannah is the best person in the world. She's my beautiful wife that I love so much. She's my best friend, and um, I love hanging out with her, And I love having her in my life and being able to do life with her. Um, Hopefully she's going to say more than just hi here in a moment. (laughs) She's super nervous about this. But um, yeah, so today we're going to be addressing uh, basically how you can take the lemons in your life and put them to work to make lemonade or you could decide to eat them. And complain about how sour they are and how much you hate them and what I mean by that is we're gonna be talking about uh, basically your career and how sometimes in our career we have things that happen that either bring us down or make us feel like a failure or sometimes it's not necessarily things that happen that are bad but maybe you have a job for 10 years. And where some people see that as a success, you actually feel like you're a failure because you've not done anything new and you don't even like your job. So I call, I consider all of these things like lemons. And um, so that's the lemon part in the analogy. And I hope to, by the end of this podcast, kind of discuss with my wife, Hannah, and with you guys on how we can make these bad things into good things and how they actually aren't bad things and they're not failures. So what are your thoughts on that?
1: Uh, that's a really good question. I'm kind of drawing a blank well, right now.
0: What kinds of things do you think, like, what? give me some examples of bad things that maybe have happened in your life that you actually didn't think were bad possibly because you turned them into good things. that ever happened to you?
1: Um, I think like in general in the work world, one of the things that I've experienced is that um, the concern with I've always gone from um, one job into the next. It's always been a pay raise, but there has been some um, shifting in jobs in short term periods because of the opportunities that are better off. And, you know, there's that fear there that you're concerned that that is going to be a sour lemon in your resume when you have these. Oh, you worked here for a year. You worked here for a year. And you worked here for six months. And one of the things that I had to do is really learn to be confident in that and be confident in my answer and know that, you know, I'm staying true to who I am and I have a reasoning behind it and stuff like that. But that's, yeah.
0: (laughs) I I mean, I can relate to that because uh, if you look at my resume, it's pretty much literally every job is a year that I've worked there and I don't really have a job that I've been there for more than a year and a month. And so that's been really hard for me. But I think that with this example, because this is a really good one and one I didn't really think about is, you know, changing jobs often. I think that we could, I think what we could get through or not look at that as it, it's negative in the sense of you go to an interview and they're going to ask you about it. But I think instead of worrying about it being a negative thing, you can spin it as you being an ambitious person, somebody who is really seeking uh, something they're going to be passionate about, something something they can enjoy, and I think that is something that people can respect and feel like um, they can pro- probably relate to as well. Even though a lot of times when you're in an interview, the people behind the desk tend to stick to their you know corporate mask, but behind that mask is a person. And so as long as you're real with them and you let them know the truth about it and why you haven't stuck with one job for a long time, really think about that and how that could be not such a bad thing. We're going to talk about that more um, here in a second. So we're going to switch over to the next segment. All right. Sorry, I actually started recording on this segment. And we can't delete that, so we're gonna have to add this in there. But now we're gonna go to the next segment. We'll see you guys back here in just a second. All right. So the third choice um, in the things that we were talking about, one can be, um, you know, either just eating the lemons and complaining about how sour they are. You can make lemonade out of them. But the third one is, you could actually set out in search of another type of fruit. And what I mean by that is it's one thing that a lot of people don't consider or they're more afraid of, or some people are on the flip side and feel like it would be easier, like they dream about it all day long and think, you know, it's kind of like a grass is greener on this other side type of thing. And that's getting out and moving or trying a different career uh, or changing, you know, the direction you're going to go. For instance, I did IT for 10 years years 10 long years i stuck with it tried to make it work and i honestly i probably tried to make it work a little too long but i can't sit there and just dwell on that i need to really think about uh you know how I, I can't think about the past. I have to think about the future and about how I can use the skills that I learned over those ten years for what I'm going to what I'm going to be doing in the future. And like right now, I'm excelling really well at managing social media for the company I'm working for. I'm doing. I now have all these skills um, where I can help people out with how to make their be- business better and how to uh, give them advice on how to build their business in a way that they can be more successful. And a lot of that comes from my personality, from my research. um, And then some of it also, I'm able to link it with technology because of my IT background. So that's kind of how I'm using my IT experience in what I'm doing now is by not just discarding the skill and saying, oh my gosh, I wasted all that time. But remembering that nothing is a waste and that You, you know, it's never a bad thing for you to spend time on something and you you can't change it. So why look back?
1: Um, So I guess we're talking about the aspect of, you know, looking elsewhere, not not allowing yourself to be narrow minded. And I think it really comes down to that, you know, not sometimes it's just about realizing that, you know, you maybe it's not necessarily that you need to go somewhere or go change something in per se but maybe you just need to look inside yourself and say okay am i utilizing what's inside me the best of my ability is there some is there a part of me that i'm like in the sense of the other fruit and if you want to use that analogy is there a part of me that i'm not allowing myself to use to the fulfillment that i could in this current job you know and sometimes it doesn't look like necessarily finding new employment but that looks like going to your employer and saying hey look Um, I really am struggling because I feel like there's an area that I could be really thriving in that I'm not getting to use, whether that's an artistic side that you have or an administrative skill that you have that you want to grow in. Sometimes it just looks like being more open-minded and and versatile. And not only that, but just being brave in your communication and saying, you know, I, you know, maybe you don't necessarily want to move and change, but you want something different. And sometimes it doesn't have to be in a different place. It's just presenting a idea to your employer to allow you to have some different skill sets be applied to what you're already doing. Um, and sometimes it doesn't look like talking to the employer. Sometimes that's all on you and looking within yourself and saying, okay, where in my position right now am I not using my superpower, in a sense, my strong, my strong suit, um, and really challenging yourself to take on the responsibility to bring your best self forward in whatever you're doing. So...
0: Wow. That's really good. <laughs> and we kind of talked about that. Uh, I don't know if that was the last episode or a couple of episodes ago where, um, you know, you kind of have to step up and and be willing to... Uh, we were talking about managers allow, using their employees in different ways. So I guess on the flip side, you as an employee have to be willing to step out and, you know, suggest to your employer to use those skills.
1: I think on top of that, sometimes we get stuck in our head that there's certain things that we just can't do. Like there, I just don't, we keep going back to the analogy and it's kind of cheesy, but I just don't know how to make lemonade. I don't even know what's a lemon. I don't know. This is a lemon. Is this a lemon? I don't know. But instead, maybe you can say something along the lines of saying, okay, I don't know how to do this. And this is really uncomfortable for me, but I'm going to try it anyway, you know?
0: Man, I just feel like Hannah has like way better knowledge than I do on this. She's just spouting out gold right now for real. And uh, that's a perfect transition into one of the other points we had here, which was that you really have to set yourself up to be someone that no matter who is using you, uh, they can produce good things. And I think that comes, in my opinion, that comes a lot from how you teach yourself. And one of the things that I haven't really talked about much, but that I do personally is I'm constantly learning new things and trying to figure out how I can apply it to what I'm doing. But also I purposely find things to learn that have to do with, um, you know, what I'm doing in the moment. So Hannah this was originally your point uh, what do you do you have you still remember like what made you think of that of of making people allowing them i don't i don't know it's your thing you tell me
1: <laughs> it's my thing i don't know about all this i'm pretty sure it's your thing but um i think what i was trying to communicate to you earlier is kind of re re-em- re-em- reemphasizing that point that you know you can't be a victim of the circumstance and if you choose to be a victim of a circumstance you're going to keep relocating yourself keep doing things you're you know you could be a person that works in an office and say oh man if i could only work outside and then you find yourself outside and you're back into that victim mentality of you know nothing ever works out for you it's it's this it's that it's that but you really got to come down to this place And this is kind of my hippie side coming out, but it's the mindfulness. It's being mindful and um, really taking responsibility for your life and your life's happiness and realizing that, you know, satisfaction in work doesn't come down to circumstance. It comes down to a choice. And I think a lot of uh, the time we find ourselves in this habitual cycle of thinking that things are going to be better or the grass is going to be greener. But really, you've got to come down to this choice and walk into your workplace with the mentality that I'm here to serve. And not only am I here to serve, but I'm going to do a good job. And even if they ask me to do something I'm not happy about, it's all about happiness isn't a happening. It's a choice. So walking in and having that choice and, and being that person that emulates that in the workplace is is going to lead you to great things because when you present something, you're going to be heard because you're hearing others as they speak and you're just carrying that around with you wherever you go. So, um, yeah.
0: Boom. <laughs> like, you're just dropping bombs right now that I, I can't even keep up with. And uh, that's so true. And I think... um. You know, that's probably one of the things that I personally could work on is just choosing to be happy where I am. And even what she said before, Hannah was talking about, um, you know, taking what you know and just applying it uh, and serving the company that you're working in. Um, Start doing those things you're good at that are outside of your job description to say. Um, and just start doing them in a way that serves the company, not in a way that would like step on anybody's toes or cause any issues, but more in a way that you can just offer. It it goes along with setting yourself up to be able to do good things, no matter who is using you, no matter what position you're in and uh, find ways to use your talents that you think you should be using um, for that stuff. So,
1: Well, I think one of the things is, too, is that we find ourselves in places where we're asked to do something and immediately that flag comes up and says, no, I I can't do that. Do you understand that this is what I'm good at? Or I'm a lemon. I can't I can't make orange juice. You know, that concept that this is way out of your comfort zone, but rather instead of just being confronted with fear, you know, really allowing yourself to be confident and say, you know. I've incur- I encourage a lot of people when they're confronted with something they don't think that they can necessarily be good at, say, you know, be honest with the person. Say, I don't know if I'm really going to be good at this, but I'm willing to try. And I'm willing to try this out with you. And if I'm not good at it, then I'm not. And we'll reevaluate. But you know what? I'm, I'm willing to give it a shot. And you may find that the very thing that you thought you'd be terrible at, not only are you good at, but you thoroughly enjoy it. And fear has been stopping you from that very thing. So I just challenge you in that, you know, just making sure you're not holding yourself back by doing that, by saying no to things instead of saying no, just say, listen, I'll say yes, but I'm going to give you my best, but it might not be that pretty, you know, it might not be that best tasting lemonade, but I'll try, I'll try my best to make it, you know. So
0: Awesome. Yeah, it's definitely another thing that I have, I struggle with is just trying out things and being willing to do that. So the last thing that I wanted to say here was whatever you do choose to do, Um, whether that's, you know, decide to stay where you're at and make the best of it and to really decide to develop your skills in the best way that you can to learn new things, to try new things and just make where you're at work and move forward rather than looking back, realizing that nothing you do is a failure. Um, you could choose to do that. Thomas Edison did when he was asked in an interview, you know, what do you, how does it make you feel that you failed 10,000 times making a light bulb? And he said, I didn't fail 10,000 times. I just figured out 10,000 ways not to make a light bulb. And he looked at that as a success, that that was an actual accomplishment, not something he failed at. And, you know, you also have to decide if you're going to be Searching for new fruit to be going out and trying to a new place to live and remembering that that's not a better choice. Like it's not this glorious thing. It's going to take work and it's not going to be easier. In fact, it might be harder. And but it can be another opportunity. And that's how you need to view it. But whatever you choose, you need to make sure you stick with it long enough to prove it to work or not work.
1: Yeah, I think it's it. There's a whole nother spin on that, too, is that if you're in a place and you are in a, when you feel like you need to leave, I challenge you to stay a little bit longer, just like with running, like when you're running and you feel like you just can't run any further. They always say that there's that mental the body wants to stop way before the mind wants to stop way before the body actually needs to. And when you're in a workplace and you feel like I just can't do it anymore, you really I would challenge you at that point to stay even a, a month longer. Just to just to challenge yourself and say, Okay, look, my my mind's giving up, but my my, my mind wants or you know, my it wants to stop, but I need to keep going. And in that, you, you, you grow this endurance. And, and, and if at the end of that month, you still aren't staying and you leave. You've built an endurance and an understanding and an assurance that you gave it all that you had. But if you leave prematurely, there's always that wondering of like, okay, I, I, maybe I wonder if I could have made it work or did I stop prematurely? But if you go a month past the point that you feel like you can't do it anymore and you push yourself to that limit, then yes, it's going to be a little stressful. Yes, it's going to be a little strenuous. But at that point, the next job that you enter into, your endurance is that much more stronger. And what that also does is that when you're under that, that, that place, you need to really challenge yourself to shift your perspective. If you're in a place where you feel that trapped, I would try to take a turn and look inside and say, am I, am I the one that's making me feel that way? Or is it visit the job. Because a lot of times we're so it's so much easier to put the blame on somebody else, because then we're like, once again, we're back in that victim role. But I really encourage you before you ever blame your boss or blame your employment, really take the time to look inward and see if there's anything that you could do differently. Because being the victim is is something that's net, comes natural for a lot of us. But being in, empowered and being powerful is another it takes intentionality, and it takes purpose to do that. So if you're feeling like you can't do it and you can't hold on, I would just challenge you to hang on a little bit longer. And, and if, if anything, just to build the endurance, you know, and, and, and prove to yourself that reassurance. So
0: awesome. Yeah. And I agree. I agree that I think that that's the the best thing to do. And if you do find yourself getting close to that point where you're like, OK, I've gave it my all. The, the last thing you could probably do that would be a good thing is if you're going to thinking about quitting anyway, sit down with your boss and be honest with him and like, let him know I'm getting worn out. I'm getting burned out and I, I want to try something new, but I don't feel like that I can here. I don't feel like this is a, a place that I can do that in. And you know, so what do you, what do you think? What can I do? And it just listens. Maybe who knows what they'll say. Um, but maybe your boss isn't the type of person that you can sit down and have a conversation with, and that's fine too. But I think it's just about staying long enough that you feel comfortable that you've made the right choice. And if you leave before then, what's going to end up happening is you're going to, that's when you end up looking back. And yeah, that's when you get that, Hannah just said, that's when you get that remorse of I failed or like what if I stayed. Stay long enough that you won't have a what if. And don't let fear drive you to leave or stay, but make sure that you find confidence in yourself. All right, everyone, it is time for today's Tech Rec of the Day. And I was thinking about something today that I wanted to share during my Tech Rec, and that was how you could use Anchor for your business and not to make podcasts. And I really think that Anchor is the perfect platform for somebody's business. If it's if they're sharing it, if they're making it a place for their clients to go to, to get updates for them. So how would you do that? What would that look like? So for any business out there, if you're listening on the podcast, if you're uh, listening on Anchor, uh, wherever you're listening, this can be useful for anybody. It doesn't matter if you're running a beef jerky shop or you're selling uh, surfboards or you are doing a construction company. You could use Anchor for your business, and here's how. So, I want you to go and sign up for the app, try it out. Just record your first segment and give an update on what's new in your business. So, let's say you're a construction company. What are you building? What projects are you working on? Who have you um, signed with lately? If that's not going to be a legal issue, and just give news updates that your clients could benefit from. Give them tips, give them tactics. So a construction company, what are the things that your customers care about? Do they, um, are they looking for information on where to apply for permits or how to get exemptions? Or, you know, this is all boring stuff to most people, but for your clients, it's, it's, it matters. It's, it's very relevant. And it's something that your clients have to deal with every single day because they're they're involved in it, so yeah, you wouldn't want to start a podcast on it because the general public is not going to be good. But then once you're doing this, how do you what do you do with it? Well, whenever you just you put your anchor tag everywhere. Anchor tags can be super short. Mine is anchor.fm/slash sbf and you can put anchor.sf let's just say your construction company called sbf you just say go to anchor.fm slash sbf for any updates on what's new and tips and tactics on how to apply for permits and advertise it too on your if you have a facebook page if you're in your business say hey check out our anchor bit, have it on your desk have it on your countertop have it in your offices And, you know, just use it. You can use this in in a way to really serve uh, information to your clients. And if you're in a bagel shop or a bakery, let them know what things you have for the day. If you're a surfboard shop, let them know what's new in stock, what kind of deals you have. And tell your clients, hey, if you want to hear about new deals that are only talked about on Anchor, then go to our anchor anchor.fm slash sbf and or something like that and let them know that that's a place that they can find out about the deals that they can do news about it tips and tactics all kinds of stuff and it doesn't have to be a public thing it can be something that your clients uh tune into on a regular basis to hear more about you it's just between you and your clients and it's no different than a facebook page facebook pages are not a place where the general public goes to to find it. that's a place where your clients go to to find out information for you but this is where they can actually hear you connect with you leave call ins ask questions uh, leave comments all kinds of stuff that you could be using Anchor for your business. So this is an idea I had today. I wanted to share that with you. But thank you guys for joining me today. Man, was that an awesome podcast with my wife. And she had way... I told her that she just I, would be a really good topic for her. And she knocked it out of the park. I was able to put some knowledge in there. But I feel like she just blew me out of the water with her knowledge bombs. And you know what she had to say. She just was spouting out gold. It was awesome. So thank you guys for listening. Make sure you check out my website, smarterbusinessforce.com. Also, go to, uh, if you're not on Anchor, check out my Anchor cast, anchor.fm slash SBF. Facebook page is facebook.com slash smarterbusinessforce. Tweet me on Twitter. If you want to get up with me on Discord and talk with me, Get have a just a chat session with me, hit me up on Twitter. at So the Twitter tag is at sbf community so at sbf community and i will send you a discord invite there we can talk and chat meet up uh whenever you want so thank you guys it's been great and i will see you tomorrow in the next episode